0: Afterward, he tried to reduce it to abstract terms, an accident in a world of accidents. The collision of opposing forces, the bumper of his car, and the frail, scrambling, hunched-over form of a dark little man with a wild look in his eye. But he wasn't very successful. This wasn't a statistic in an actuarial table tucked away in a drawer somewhere. This wasn't random and impersonal. It had happened to him. Delaney Mossbacher of 32 Pignon Drive, Arroyo Blanco Estates, a liberal humanist with an unblemished driving record and a freshly waxed Japanese car with personalized plates. And it shook him to the core. Everywhere he turned, he saw those red-flecked eyes, the rictus of the mouth, the rotten teeth, and incongruous shock of gray and the heavy black brush of the mustache. They infested his dreams, cut through his waking hours like a window on another reality. He saw his victim in a book of stamps at the post office, reflected in the blameless glass panels of the gently closing twin doors at Jordan's elementary school, staring up at him from his omelette au fine herbe at Emilio's in the shank of the evening. The whole thing had happened so quickly. One minute, he was winding his way up the canyon with a back seat full of newspapers, mayonnaise jars, and Diet Coke cans for the recycler, thinking nothing, absolutely nothing, and the next thing he knew, the car was skewed across the shoulder in a dissipating fan of dust. The man must have been crouching in the bushes like some feral thing, like a stray dog or bird-mauling cat, and at the last possible moment, he'd flung himself across the road in a mad, suicidal scramble. There was the astonished look a flash of mustache, the collapsing mouth flung open in a mute cry, and then the brake, the impact, the marimba rattle of the stones beneath the car, and finally, the dust. The car had stalled, the air conditioner blowing full, the voice on the radio nattering on about import quotas and American jobs. The man was gone. Delaney opened his eyes and unclenched his teeth. The accident was over, already a moment in history. To his shame, Delaney's first thought was for the car. Was it marred, scratched, dented? And then for his insurance rates. What was this going to do to his good driver discount? And finally, belatedly, for the victim. Who was he? Where had he gone? Was he all right? Was he hurt, bleeding, dying? Delaney's hands trembled on the wheel. He reached mechanically for the key and choked off the radio. It was then, still strapped in and rushing with adrenaline, that the reality of it began to hit him. He'd injured, possibly killed another human being. It wasn't his fault, God knew. The man was obviously insane, demented, suicidal. No jury would convict him. But there it was, all the same. Heart pounding, he slipped out from under the seat belt, eased open the door, and stepped tentatively onto the parched strip of naked stone and litter that constituted the shoulder of the road. Immediately before he could even catch his breath he was brushed back by the tailwind of a string of cars racing bumper to bumper up the canyon like some snaking malignant train he clung to the side of the car as the sun caught his head in a hammerlock and the unair-conditioned heat rose from the pavement like a fist in the face like a knockout punch two more cars shot by he was dizzy sweating he couldn't seem to control his hands i've had an accident he said to himself repeating it over and over like a mantra I've had an accident.